Hello and welcome to After the Pulpit, episode 33. This is for the 10th of September, 2023. I'm Ian Hawkridge coming to you from Somerset West in South Africa. Welcome to today's podcast. The title for today is Listening to God. And it's really around the subject of listening prayer. So the reading is from Psalm 131. And I'm reading from the New International Version. My heart is not proud, Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me. But I have calmed and quieted myself. I am like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child I am content. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, both now and forever. Throughout my life, I have had a nagging doubt about my ability to pray. Although I learned to pray at my mother's knee, as they say, and although people have often come to me and said, well, you're a minister, you should be able to pray, I've heard people describing long hours of prayer, pleading with God on their knees for circumstances to change, I've heard others describing ecstasy in prayer as they have felt the presence of God in a new way. I've been in situations with others chanting the Psalms or simply sitting in silence trying to meditate on something that seemed beyond my reach. None of these has been helpful. And I've often ended up questioning either my faith or devotion until recently when I retired from 43 years of full-time ministry and began to ask questions about what I should be doing with my time. I began to realize that for me, and I suspect for many others, prayer has never really been about doing something, but has always been a way of being. Most of my prayer life is spent listening rather than speaking and being rather than doing. The sad part of all this is that I have taken so long to discover this side of my life, but I hope that what I share over the next couple of weeks, and it will be the next couple of weeks, will be of some help in discovering what prayer can be. We live in a society, and probably have done for several centuries, where our value tends to be measured by what we can do. The results in the 21st century seems to be rather shallow people. Instead of seeking depth, we seek to be entertained, and eventually we find ourselves unable to think at all. The source of this scourge, and it is a scourge, is a product of the Industrial Revolution. The understanding of human beings as units of productivity rather than beings in their own right. These units of productivity then become consumers who have to be placated in order to give power to others who claim authority and seek to make a profit. 
I remember a friend of mine who was a Benedictine monk recounting an experience where he had to speak at a rotary dinner. The gentleman seated next to him asked in the way we usually do, So what do you do? He answered, We pray. This line of questioning went on for some time until the confused gentleman asked, So what do you really do? He simply couldn't believe that prayer could be productive in any way. So there had to be something else that the monks were doing. In fact, there were many things that they did, such as growing vegetables, hosting guests, running a school. But prayer was their primary focus. And they met together five times a day to pray. It was as a result of the mentorship of this friend and others that I learned the importance of simply being, even though I have not excelled at putting it into practice. I suppose I am now at the same age that my friend was when I first met him. Sadly, he's no longer with us, but I owe him a huge debt of gratitude. One of the primary results of our focus on activity is a new kind of deafness. We've forgotten how to listen, and the constant stream of information that we live with has dulled our ability to be. Henry Nouwen, through most of his life, contended that we tend to seek our identity in what we do, what we own, and in what other people say about us, when we should be finding it in the fact that we are God's beloved children. The problem is that in order to find that out, we have to be quiet. There's been a good deal of reaction to the industrial revolution thing and the monetization of people. And people have begun to talk about listening to the universe. But this tends to be restricted to those who are financially secure. The majority, for whom life is simply a daily struggle to survive, do not regard themselves as having the leisure to listen. Even our church services have become filled with activity rather than being places of listening. We fill up our time with noise in order to escape the comparative loneliness of silence. We avoid solitude and convince ourselves that in being alone we are depriving others of fellowship. The problem is that we can only make a real contribution to the lives of others when we are comfortable with who we are. And we reach that through being alone. In the psalm that I read today, the psalmist is having to deal with the need to be at rest with God and uses that lovely picture of a young child who no longer needs to be fed by the mother, yet is at peace in its mother's arms. This attitude of peace and acceptance is what listening prayer is all about. It happens when we stop striving to be something other than what we are. And we are God's beloved children. We're going to listen to a song now which was written by John Michael Talbot. 
Um, it comes from many years ago. And it's based on Psalm 131 and entitled, Come to the Quiet. Thank you for listening and I look forward to being with you again next week. Goodbye for now.